0: 1-2 pitch, ball lined to Yout, it's short, he throws, it's over! The Brewers have won the American League pennant! Milwaukee, you have a World Series!
1: Hit in the air, Yout, makes a great catch, And won! The Amos has thrown the first no-hitter in Milwaukee Brewer history!
0: Swings and here it is! A face hit in the right center. He's done it. 3,000 for Robin. And there's a drive to the left field. This is hit well, and it's gone. Right a two-run home run. The Brewers take the lead. Morgan, a smash up the middle.
1: You're cruising for a bruising with me, Andrew Snyder. And me, Adam McGee. As we talk all things Milwaukee Brewers for the EuroSet Podcast Network and Blue Wire Podcasts, try as we might to write off the Milwaukee Brewers and say they're done, there's nothing left to play for, it's all over. We can't because they continue to do just enough and the Philadelphia Phillies continue to lose just enough to where this is still very much a race. They're a half game back of the Phillies after splitting a series with the St. Louis Cardinals. The Phillies have dropped two in a row to the Chicago Cubs. And we come to you with tempered optimism and hope in our hearts that a playoff run is still going to happen. First of all, Adam, you and I... Got off a call with all of our rowdy friends. Um, uh, not rowdy, to us, just for clarification. N- no, just just our rowdy in behavior and personality friends, uh, like Hank Williams Jr. saying about so many years ago. Uh, m- more than eight hours ago. I- I'm not doing the math anymore, but you know we we've we just hopped off the most recent game. Uh, not so long ago so how are we feeling in the the cool morning light
2: uh feeling good feeling very good it's a good time to bring up we were on playback we watched along with a group of listeners last night jordan tresky was on stage with us for the duration of the game we had a lot of fun and if that sounds like something you might be into watch a game along with us along with a whole group of brewers fans Friday, we're doing it again for Burns Alcantara. It doesn't get much better than that on paper. Let's hope the brewers win tonight and keep this show on the road. But yeah, if you're if you're interested in that, keep an eye on our Twitter. And you can go to the link that's there from last night. You can click on that. That's our room. That's where it will be. So you can get yourself set up. And we'll of course have more reminders on Friday. But the more the merrier, right? A lot of fun on playback and we'd love to have as many people as possible there for friday because this is this is real business and it doesn't get more serious than this it was a very stressful viewing experience it was a classic brewers are there going to be any runs then can we get any more runs is the pitching going to hold up it was all there there was nothing nothing easy in uh the words of another great sportsman about the Brewers win against the Cardinals, but they did get it done. And the Phillies really do not want to go to the postseason. So here we are alive. We're dreaming again.
1: So it would seem Um, this series got started off on a sour note because at that point, the Cardinals still had something to play for. But also, yeah, the Phillies just are in a tailspin and it would be the Brewers winning if this happens, but I think it, it might be fifty one percent the Phillies collapsing if it really gets to this point because they just they can't Plus seem to
2: nine of their last twelve now.
1: Yeah, it's it's not good if you are a Phillies fan, but they do have the tiebreaker still, so they do have that to hold on to. But they have to figure something out, or or the Brewers are going to pass them. Um, there was an opportunity to go a half game ahead, as I said, game one. Uh, was not great for the Brewers. Adrian Hauser on the mound against Miles Michaelis. Uh, as we talked about going into this series on our last episode, uh, some really good pitchers that the Brewers were, will have to face during the stretch. And that started with Michaelis on the mound uh, against Adrian Hauser. Hauser lasts only three and a third innings, two hits, three runs, all of them earned four walks, three strikeouts, goes down with a groin injury. And that will likely. End Adrian Hauser season, it's a grade two groin strain they're reporting. And uh, he was placed on the IL. So not what you wanted to see. Another starting pitcher goes down with an injury this time, likely for the rest of the year. Not ideal um, from Hauser, but is what it is. The scoring got started off in the first inning. Paul Goldschmidt sack fly makes it one nothing. In the second, uh, Dylan Carlson scored on a Hauser wild pitch. In the fourth, Andrew Kisner, homer to center field with Pulhos on base to make it 4-0. Uh, then the Brewers will go to the bullpen. Brent Suter comes in to re- relieve for the injured Adrian Hauser. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt singles to make it 5-0 in the fifth. Juan Yepez in the sixth, singles to make it 6-0. 6-0 Cardinals in the sixth. Uh, that one coming off of Trevor Gott. Uh, the Brewers would get one back in the bottom of the sixth with a Rowdy Telez solo home run. Uh, then Garrett Mitchell's infield single in the seventh. Scoring testing here makes it 6 2. But for the most part, Miles Michaels did his job to to limit damage. Six innings pitch for him, four hits, just the one earned run, one walk, nine strikeouts. He was very good. Just the homer from Rowdy Tellez, Uh was really the only blemish on his record. Brewers. One for four with runners in scoring position, which was the infield single from Garrett Mitchell. Six left on base um, and a 6-2 loss in game one. So the series got started off in a very unhappy position. Uh, but the Phillies would lose to the Cubs that day. So they would uh, things would get a little bit balanced out. Good relief work from Hobie Milner, Taylor Rogers, Peter lucky But overall, the bats just went quiet after. Uh, stretch for the most part in that Red Series when they answer the call.
2: Yeah, and only one home run this series, which, when that happens for the Brewers, generally means trouble. We know this is a home run heavy team. It's kind of the the staple in their, their offensive diet, and if homers aren't coming, things can get a little bit hairy. But I guess the one thing we hope for that is, okay, maybe Maybe they're going to be due for some homers going into the next two series, but yeah, game one was certainly one of those occasions where not a lot there offensively and with Hauser not quite looking at his best, even pre-injury, which has been the case a lot this season, if we're honest. Um, Yeah, you're in an early hole and It's the kind of position they just can't afford to be in right now because with the pressure that's on them generally, you don't need to add a four-run deficit to that. And that's what they did. They were actually down 5 nothing in this game. So that's a tough one, but this was the series where they're obviously playing a good team and you could see a possibility of this happening. Uh, But at least it wasn't to be a series sweep
1: it wasn't. Moving on to the final game of the series, which is one that I mentioned we watched on playback together. Join us on Friday for Corbin Burns versus Sandy Alcantara. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, Brewers had the guy on the mound today that they need whenever there's a big situation and they know it's a must-win game, and that's Brandon Woodruff. Uh, Woodruff on the mound against Jose Quintana, who uh, has been a, a Brewers killer in the past, and He's having a really good season uh, for the Cardinals, obviously acquired from Pittsburgh midseason, but he's got a 299 ERA this year, which is, you know, we would take that in, in this rotation. I saw some tweets. It might have been Adam McCalvey. It might have been Kurt Hogue. I can't remember that the Brewers uh, should sign Jose Quintana in the offseason just so they don't have to play against him. But uh, Brandon Woodruff outdueled him on this day. Uh, Brewers get the scoring started in the third inning. A Hunter Redfro single scored Tyrone Taylor. In the sixth, a Keston Hira double adds a little insurance to make it 2 nothing. Woodruff, for his part, goes six innings, five hits, no runs, one walk, ten strikeouts. Um, got himself into some situations with runners on base a few times, but always managed to pitch his way out. There's a particular sequence um, that you were locked in on where he, uh, runners on the corners, uh, one out, Carlson, And Goldschmidt do up, strikes out Carlson, Carlson, excuse me, strikes out Goldschmidt, gets out of the inning. Brandon Woodruff just did what he's done the entire second half of the season, uh, basically since he returned from the IL, um, which just lights out. And was the ace of the staff. This is a staff with two aces now. And Brandon Woodruff is asserting himself as one of the best pitchers in the National League. If he had been healthy all season, if he had been showing this form all season, undoubtedly it would be a guy who would be in Cy Young contention. Obviously, his numbers overall are not at that point because of some struggles early. But I think Brandon Woodruff's going to have a big finish to this season. You'd love to see him in the playoffs and see what he can do there. But I think if we're having a conversation a year from now about Brandon Woodruff being in Cy Young contention, if he stays healthy next year, that's something that I think you and I would project out into the future just because of how much we believe in what he's putting together. Yeah, and he's even someone when you consider the time he's
2: missed, like he's come on so strong that that is an afterthought where you would have expected some serious time out like that would have been the main story of his season. But his play has been so good that we've been able to move past that. He certainly has. It's probably something a few weeks from now we'll be having kind of conversations, maybe giving out our own awards. But if you were to look at the best pitcher for the Brewers this season, I think Woody is right there, in spite of his time missed right now. Like because he has been so locked in lately. Um, there's a great post game quote from Willie Adams after this game where he said it's actually pretty boring when when Woody's out there right now to play defense because all he does is strike guys out. So there's not a whole lot going any other way. But let's <laughs> be the first to say the Brewers could do it more boring kind of uh, defensive games at this time of year. That would be very, very welcome. But it's kind of like, I feel like we're on a long run now of doing this. Of course, this was his fourth consecutive game with double digit strikeouts, the first brewer in franchise history to do that. It's like, what does it say about Woody? Other than just every single time he's stepping up and getting the job done. Even when there's there's moments in this game his pitch counts in high, he's finding himself in some trouble. Doesn't matter. He gets out of it. He'll find a quick inning here or there and six innings scoreless like would you like another one or two we certainly would have because there is always the possibility that uh, the bullpen could get dicey which it did and it required another of the the brewers most important pitchers to step in and really help out on that front but yeah woody has been phenomenal and if the brewers do somehow get to the playoffs he is right up there. I, I can't think of too many other players who have had as big an impact on that because they've really needed that kind of stability. But they're starting pitchers as much as anywhere. When you look at the injuries and you look at guys just constantly going down and Woody has won four – the Brewers have won four of six games Woody's played in this month, um, four of five last month, three of five in August – and the only game in july so what's that five losses in games he started since returning from injury it's really really good
1: i'll say um the bullpen would get dicey as you mentioned adam and that would start with a guy that the uh brewers uh acquired at the trade deadline in matt bush he comes on to relieve woodruff uh and the seventh in the playback, I was old man yells at cloud, hoping for Brandon Woodruff to go back into the game. Um, but I understand why that decision was not made. You have the game set up. You go to your one inning relievers, your high leverage relievers. You hope to close things out. But it's it was not easy. Um, Matt Bush, first batter he would face. Uh, Andrew Kisner hits his second homer in as many days. Deluzio then doubles. Donovan walks, Dylan Carlson grounds out, and that would put runners on second and third with one out. L- Lars Newtbar pinch hits for Paul Goldschmidt in this situation. So uh the Cardinals clearly not taking this game as seriously as the Brewers the night after clinching the division. Maybe some guys were hung over. Who knows? I don't know how rowdy the party got uh after going 2-0 down to uh Lars Newtbar they would decide to intentionally walk him to set up the double play. Bases loaded, one out in the situation. Juan, your pass grounds into a double play. Willie Adamas, glove flip, maybe ill-advised glove flip. Who's to say? Uh, Colton Wong. Colton does a good job to leap to the, the degree that he needs to, get his foot back down on the bag, bare hand the ball, throw to first base that Rowdy scoops out of the dirt. Exciting. If frightening double play uh, induced by Devin Williams he gets the Brewers out of the seventh with the two, two, one lead. That is going to be one of the more memorable moments of this season in, in this series. If the Brewers make the playoffs, Adam, was your heart in your throat like mine was. I know it was cause I watched us all react to it, but still just tell the people. I I do think I had more faith than you had that it was going to happen. It was more the rush
2: of excitement. You were definitely the one feeling the most terror. Uh, With with Colton, like we very recently saw him make a complete mess of a throw just like that, but it's not like it's the first time this season that he's pulled that one off. He does have that in his arsenal, so it was good for him to cope with it like that. Willie did not make it easy for him. Um, Definitely on the high side um, to... His bare hand, but Colton was more than alert to it. And also worth noting, very good work by Rowdy because that was not an easy pick. It was millimeters from the dirt when Rowdy stretched that big paw of his out to to complete the double play. But it doesn't get much more exciting than that. That was season on the line stuff, really was. And for them to actually execute even with some scares in there was was really great.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: Matt Bush, uh, of it all, is definitely concerning. Uh, he's allowed homers in back-to-back games. He's allowed six homers since being acquired uh, by the Brewers midseason. Uh, he had allowed five and thirty-six and two-thirds innings with Texas. He's allowed six and 20 and two-thirds innings with the Brewers, and that was after starting his Brewers career with one, two, three, four, five, six outings in a row without allowing a homer. So in the pitching lab this offseason, or ideally this week, I think the brewers need to figure out why did we acquire Matt Bush and Taylor Rogers? And all of a the sudden they can't stop giving up homers. What is it? Nevertheless, Devin Williams would get the brewers out of that inning in exciting fashion. Uh, nothing doing for the brewers in the bottom of the seventh. In the top of the eighth, Williams would remain on. He uh, hits Corey Dickerson, strikes out Paul DeJong, a Burleson single, puts runners on the corners with one out, strikes out Andrew Kissner, strikes out Deluzio to get through the eighth inning with still that 2-1 lead. Uh, the Brewers would add some insurance to make us feel warm and fuzzy in the bottom of the eighth inning. Colton Wong leads off with a walk. Luisa Rias doubles. Uh, Rowdy Tellez is then intentionally walked. Christian Yelich pins hit. Pinch hits for Keshe and Hira. Uh, the Cardinals then bring on Gallegos to face Yelich. Yelich, who had been out of the lineup after uh, scuffling a bit, I think he was, what, in a 1-for-27 slump over the last few weeks. Is that what that final number was? Whatever it was, uh, Council decided to give Yelich a day. Yelich inserted it into the game in this big spot and puts together a really good at-bat to draw a walk, get a run in, and then set up the rest of, the lineup to to have a chance to to drive in more runs and then that's exactly what they would do Uh, Victor Caratini ground roll double to deep left center scores Luis Arias and Rowdy Telez. Yelich ends up on third there the Brewers go up five to one at that point uh Tyron Taylor strikes out Garrett Mitchell strikes out Willie Adama strikes out to end the eighth but they did add those three runs in the inning to go up five to one top of the ninth uh Brad Boxberger comes on to close things down for the brewers strikes out donovan uh dylan carlson line out the shortstop and then lars Newtbar lines out to hunter renfro in right field brewers win 5-1 cubs lose to the phillies and now the game back in the national league wild card it's just a half game obviously the phillies own the tiebreaker but exciting game a game where they needed players to come up in the clutch and guys like brandon woodruff devin williams colton Wong. Victor Caratini, uh, Hunter Renfro, Keston Hira, Christian Yelich did. Brewers win 5 1. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's about getting it done. It's as simple as that. It was a real kick in the teeth to see the Phillies blow it the night before and the Brewers not be able to come up with a win. That may be it. Like The margin is already razor thin and that might have been their last chance in hindsight to, to close that gap by the time it's all said and done. But we'll see. They are still fighting. The Phillies are definitely rattled and they are on the road. The rest of the way, while well, the Brewers are at home. So let's hope Andrew. Let's let's hope that we're finally going to get some some good fortune. It's going to pay off here and we are going to get some even if it's brief so playoff baseball. But I mean, the other side of that too is I think the Brewers can compete with the Cardinals. If they get in like they they could have a series of the Cardinals. Anything is in play there. And that's always been the point throughout the season. Uh, I think the unfortunate part of that compared to earlier in the season, when we would have talked, even when the Brewers were in a position to win a division, like, Hey, this team gets in, you get every, you get a run where the bats just get hot at the right time. And the pitching is what it is. It's so reliable. That's not really the case anymore. The pitching would be a concern, um, particularly just the constant injuries, to starting pitcher, and even where some of the guys would be at in terms of ramping back up. But look, we will take all these problems gladly. We'll deal with them when we get to them, if indeed the Brewers can get us to that point.
1: And we'll talk about that here in a few seconds, but right now we'll update the Master Brewer leaderboard through 155 games. Collecting beers for this series, Brandon Woodruff, six innings pitch, no walks, five hits, no runs, ten strikeouts. Victor Caratini, two for four, that RBI double to add some insurance uh, to RBI on the series. Tyron Taylor, one double, a run. Luis Rias, one double, two runs. Garrett Mitchell, uh, two for four, double, an RBI. Colton Wong was 0 for three at the plate, but drew three walks, uh, scored a run, and then made that defensive play, which kept them in the game potentially season-saving moment there for Colton Wong. Devin Williams comes on in a tough spot, one and two-thirds innings pitch, one walk, a hit, but no runs and three strikeouts. Leaderboard through 155 games. Rowdy Chiles with 23, Christian Yelich with 19, Corbin Burns with 18, Willie with 17, Brandon Woodruff with 15, Andrew McCutcheon with 13, Devin Williams, Colton Wong, Hunter Renfro with 11, Luis Arias, Tyrone Taylor, Jace Peterson with 10, Hobie Milner, here Hira, Josh Hader with seven, Freddie Peralta with six, Victor Caratini, Peter Strezlecki, Aaron Ashby with five, Brad Boxberger, and Jason Alexander with four. Garrett Mitchell, Brent Suter, Adrian Hauser, Matt Bush, Taylor Rogers, Trevor Gott, Jonathan Davis with three, Luis Perdomo, Arna- Ar- Omar Narvaez with two, Mike Brasso, Jake Cousins, and Gustave, Luke Barker with one beer. And uh the baseball doesn't stop. The baseball is literally going on forever, Adam, because they've got to finish up the season and the games are coming thick and fast, as they say. Uh, The Brewers welcome the Miami Marlins to town uh, for a four-game series. Starting today, 640 Central start, much like the last two games in the Cardinals series. Eric Lauer on the mound against left-hander Braxton Garrett. 710 Central start tomorrow, Friday, September 30th. On playback live with us, Corbin Burns versus Sandy Alcantara, which is about as juicy of a pitching matchup as you can get. Uh, Saturday, October 1st, Freddie Peralta currently slated to start six ten Central start um, on the mound. I'm wondering if this is going to be another bullpen game situation where they're trying to piggyback Freddie and Ash, Aaron Ashby together. We'll see. Uh, Edward Cabrera on the mound for the Marlins. And uh, Pablo Lopez will finish things off in the Marlins on Sunday, one ten Central start. Starting for the Brewers, I guess, in this situation is uh, anyone's guess. I I think uh, this is, to, to your point there, their plan
2: absolutely would have been to go Freddie Ashby again. I think they're going to have to split them up. I think Ashby is likely going to start the final game of the series.
1: And for the m- most likely to hope you get four inning games and then yeah, just throw a lot of relievers at it. Like it's a tough situation with Hauser going down. Uh They're just out of guys at the back half of that rotation. And it's, you, you don't want to do anything that's going to long-term jeopardize Peralta's help, but you know, he, he looked pretty good in the two uh, two plus inning stint uh, the other day. Uh, Ashby has struggled with command since coming back from the IL and, can you expect to see him turn over a lineup three times? I'm not so sure, but they might need it uh, against the Miami Marlins for for two for two starts. That's that's all. Uh, Freddie on Saturday, Ashby on Sunday. Just put put it together for two starts and keep them in this playoff race. But uh, after that, obviously, we know three against Arizona, and the rotation should be pretty standard and locked in on paper if they're in it and still in contention in those three games, your Flower, Burns to close the season down. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies finish up their series um, this week against the Chicago Cubs. And then this is the only, not the only, but this is a, a momentary concern uh, for the Brewers because the level of the competition that they have to play for the four games after they finish the Cubs series heading into that Astros series. is not great. So like we said, the brewers just have to win every game they play. Otherwise they could follow the race, but finish up this afternoon against the Cubs Rangers Suarez um, against Javier Assad. And then Friday starts four with the Washington nationals for the Phillies um, two games on Saturday, a double header. So maybe you get some luck there um, and they split if they can go I mean, three of <laughs> what well, what you'd even just like the double header
2: could again be that could be the pivot point for both these team seasons you want the nationals to you know take the to manford ball in game one really wear them down for game two maybe that's that's a split and it has a knock-on effect on their bullpen for the next few days i mean that's that's what you like, but then I see Patrick Corbin uh, with the start in game one of the National <laughs> Series, and I do
1: not feel great about that. You want to be tied with the Phillies going into that Houston Series to put some doubt in their mind. They'll be even on games played uh, finally going into that point thanks to the doubleheader, and I think you want to be tied and put the doubt in the Phillies' mind that they have to be perfect uh, against a team that is probably projected by many to make the world series uh and like you said justin Verlander potentially on the mound trying to further bolster his uh al cy young case uh the injury late in the season uh did something to lessen his innings pitch total so you know he wants to add six or seven more to that i think he he should go
2: nine andrew that's what i think
1: yeah Justin Verlander complete game shutout on the final day of the season to lock up the Cy Young Award and also send the Brewers into the playoffs. That would be, that would be quite a way to finish the season. Um, but, yeah, the, the Brewers uh, know what they need to do, and that's just keep winning. They can't play with their food, obviously. Both of these teams in the standings aren't necessarily teams that you would be scared of, but they all have individual elements that scare you. Sandy Alcantara, obviously one of the best pitchers in baseball. So while the Marlins have 91 losses this year, uh, needing to be perfect against them is a little scarier when you see Alcantara on the mound. That being said, matching him with Corbin Burns is 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 pretty good. Uh, Diamondbacks 72 and 84. Your Arizona Diamondbacks, obviously a team that uh, has been frisky late in the year and is looking to maybe put their names into that wild card mix next year. If someone slips up. Um So yeah, not, not that's like the uh, one, the one thing all... though, when you look at that, like
2: you say, Burns Alcantara, like it, it does. It seems like that will be Woody's next start. Certainly for the Brewers. Against um, Gallon. No, 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 expected. no. Yeah. Against Gallon. Yeah, against Gallon. And that's, it's what you want. I mean, it makes for seriously. Must watch baseball. But it's also okay. We're against a pitcher here who really might make it tough for us for six or seven innings. The Brewers need a guy of their own to just match that. And then you've kind of but then as you got a, a 3 inning kind of shootout. Like that might be what Burns Alcatara ends up being. It could be what Woodruff Gallo ends up being. But it at least seems like the matchups are falling favorably for the Brewers and that they will have a chance to do that because the last thing you need at this point in the year is either of those matchups falling on the bullpen days for Milwaukee right now. So that's that's something that gives me a little bit of hope too. Uh, you nailed it, I think, in looking at the Phillies, but it, even from a Brewers perspective, I think that is where you, you want to get to that Woodruff-Gallon game all tied up in the standings. And then you take your chances from there. I'd say, I would say from there, it, there's a very good chance it is in your hands. Um, If the Astros are really going to be psychos, like it seems like they are, They're probably going to get at least one of those games against the Phillies. So, you know, completely terrifying prospect, but it will come down to Brewers, can you sweep the Diamondbacks? Can you sweep a team that, you know, maybe you should be able to sweep, but you certainly have to under the circumstances. Who knows? But we've we've got quite a bit of road to cover between now and then because some of the pitching concerns going into this Marlins series make things precarious, but just got to get it done. It's as simple as that. It's there for you if you want to take a Brewers.
1: Yeah, I don't think we read the exact quote yet, but Dusty Baker said he's going to play his guys against both the Rays and the Phillies for the integrity of the game. So, Hell old yeah. school baseball, <laughs> old school baseball man, here to be our savior. I saw some Phillies fans whining about it. Uh, if we were and- an Astros
2: pod, I don't think we'd be happy about it either, but we are a Brewers podcast, so that is fantastic news.
1: Adam, they're going to get a buy, so they're going to. Uh, get some time off you don't want your guys to lose their rhythm they gotta they gotta play these three games it's it's essential you know maybe the phillies you know they're going from philly to chicago to dc to houston all that travel those hotel beds you know maybe maybe they're just not feeling it the next few days hopefully the chicago cubs can once again get a victory today you know an organization i've always respected on this podcast and i haven't talked bad about it at all in the Cubs. You know, afternoon at Wrigley. Um, I, I don't know if they have any more home games the rest of the year, but you really just want to give the home fans a treat. You really want them to play that song that isn't at all terrible or annoying. <laughs> you really want to to just, you know, go out and end the season strong. Um, We've always yeah, been big supporters know... of the Cubs on
2: this podcast. The Cubs, yeah. by the way, I do fully expect the Phillies to win today. Uh, and I'll put this out there with the expectation the Phillies will win, and you know I'll dare the universe prove me wrong. The Cubs are five and zero against the Phillies this season.
1: Do you really want to lose that perfect record, Cubs? You don't. You want to finish strong against the Phillies. You want to have the Phillies championship belt, which is definitely a real thing that I didn't just make up in the moment right now. Um, you have two. They have three against Cincinnati still at Wrigley. But that's not a real series. And you, you finish this this season with six in a row against Cincinnati. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. You want to beat the Phillies. This is your World Series this year. I know you have the real one six years ago. This is your real one for 2022. It's a different era. Yeah, we know, it. We know what has to happen. Brewers have to win. They have to get some luck in the form of the Phillies continuing their, their uh, slide. Uh, and we'll talk about it all. On playback on Friday, Corbin Burns, Sandy Alcantara, and then on this podcast Monday morning, and then final regular season show of the season Thursday morning next week. It's all happening. Of course,
2: there is one team within the Brewers organization that is playoff bound. Uh, Nashville sounds wrapped up their regular season on Wednesday and earlier in the week, they secured the International League West Division title, I believe, for the 12th time, setting up an Andrew Bowl situation. Sounds Durham Bulls in Vegas on Saturday. Um, the sounds are really good. And it's probably we, we started to cast our eye a bit more this way, I think, back at the towards the end point of everything being so rosy with the brewers that it felt like we could just cast our net a little bit further afield. Then the trade happened. Then things really turned south and our concerns kind of got tied up here. But we know obviously that there are some benefits the brewers have already seen from the sounds. Garrett Mitchell most recently coming up and being able to be a, a very competent contributor and inject something different into the mix. But beyond that, there is a lot of reason to be excited about the sounds team, but a lot of the guys who've been driving there. And it'll be interesting to see what they can do under the spotlight of their own playoff run. Uh Self Relic is up to a like a 40 game on base streak, which is pretty good. Can't think of anywhere else that might be put to better use. Uh but hey it's good and good in nashville do you know andrew how many um bases sa re has stolen in his 37 games with the Nashville sounds
1: it's over 50 right like it's something no absurd. no no
2: not not in 37 games with the sounds oh, it is I'll absurd though it's it's 25 It's
1: he's got over 50 for the combined season right yeah for sure like he Sorry, is I was only so, half listening to you. Apologies. So far away.
2: the The only sound with more stolen bases this season is Bryce Tarang, who has played 131 games there to get 34 stolen bases. Um, but there is a lot of good going on. Freelick, nine forty three OPS. Uh, Joey Weimer at eight eighty eight. Ruiz at eight sixty one jo- with those stolen jo- bases. Jonathan Davis is down there now. Jonathan Davis is down there now. The Brewers might just played sneak on him down there without anyone noticing. So, between that and a whole lot of uh, a lot of pitchers who've had varying degrees of success with the Brewers over the course of the season, and um, the Sounds are certainly set up for will hopefully be a successful playoff run. But have you any thoughts? You know the Durham Bulls very very well on how the Sounds might
1: fare in that series. I like. Or is the it sound just a single yep. game? Is it a single game? Is that the format? I honestly don't know how it works anymore because in the past you would play series like at your home ballpark. I don't even know what this new iteration of the playoffs is. For the I'm seeing to call it called the League. International League Championship Game. So okay, so so I maybe it's, it's just uh, one game in Vegas. Yeah, I mean that sounds pretty fun. So the way it's been done in the past is the International League has a playoff series. Someone wins the International League, and then there would be a championship game between the international league and the Pacific coast league. I don't know how it works now, but maybe it's a game for the international league and a game for, is there still the Pacific coast league? I don't know. Um, Yeah. Very interesting. I will definitely be, you know, monitoring that on, on Saturday. Maybe I should go to Vegas uh, to update (laughs) my own, not listening to you question earlier. Uh, 25 steals in Nashville, 23 in El Paso, 37 in AA San Antonio. So Estery Ruiz just all over the base paths this year. And, I can uh, confirm. I mean, by
2: the way, it is it is one game, and it is one game then to crown the AAA champion. So by uh, by Sunday night, the Nashville Sounds may have played just two more games, but they may be the kings of AAA baseball.
1: So the so it's like a four team uh knockout tournament in vegas yes cool uh, final four exciting. scenario we'll have yeah. we'll have uh, a sounds full update by the, the next time we're talking i mean just look at this lineup like you said it's so exciting Sal relic leading off bryce terang hitting third got joey weimer in right field hitting fifth uh felicianos down there like we said davis i mean they're just exciting to watch robert gasser pitched on wednesday did not pitch particularly well but you know he's there ethan small provided a scoreless inning of relief jake cousins uh trevor kelly uh tough tough uh outing for him uh but a lot of guys really just uh to get excited about at nashville like you said it'd be nice if some of them were in milwaukee but we'll have fun recapping what the sounds did uh hopefully we're we're exchanging messages about them in the triple a national or national championship game on sunday evening i assume and uh yeah i'm looking looking forward to talking about these guys in context and what they're going to bring to the brewers but not just yet because we got uh what seven games left yeah seven games
2: yeah and hopefully that's not all we've got to talk about by sunday evening. hopefully the brewers take care of business and we can have Dual celebrations all around. That would be a very nice way to, if, to end uh, what has been an up-and-down season.
1: Are we going to have a if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all, and we just launch into a sounds? People recap are going to tune into
2: the next episode, and it's just going to be sounds. We're not going to even mention the Brewers. Let's yeah, let's the table.
1: That would be a good bit, but yeah, dual celebrations manifest it.
2: All right, I think that is pretty much it for us for now. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't miss a future episode if you want to hear that. Uh, Brewers and Sounds, or possibly just Sounds pod on Monday. Christopher for prison, wherever you listen to podcasts. You should also check out the rest of the Eurostep Podcast Network shows. We've got Talk of the Tundra, covering all things Green Bay Packers. We've got the Eurostep Podcast Network, the main feed, which is home to Eurostep with Ty and Rowan. Win in six of myself and Jordan Tresky. And we've also got make time for this uh pop culture and other things feed from all of us at GSPN where Andrew and I will be recording an episode later today. We've got some movie stuff coming up there. um. So make sure you're across all of that. If you want to hear more from the entire GSPN crew, that's how you can do so. GSPN info is the place where you can find details on all of that. If you want to go leave reviews, you want to pick up some merch, you want to get into discord so you can chat with, us and the rest of the pod listeners all of the details are in there you can also you know get it get the details on playback there too so as we said friday burns alcantara we will be on playback watching that game live all you got to do is set up your accounts authenticate your tv provider and you're good to go you'll be you'll be in the chat with the rest of our listeners andrew and i will be what is known as up on stage we will be little bubbles on the bottom of your screen below the game and we'll all have some fun talking through the game reacting to the ups and downs of what is sure to be another dramatic late season brewers game we're on twitter at brewers gspn i'm at adam mcg11 andrew's at ac snide as always thanks again to you for listening thank you andrew
1: thanks adam